there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that opens just one locked page of Talmud every day. Our guest today is Rabah Shani Gross, the director of North American programs at Pardes, one of the greatest resources for Jewish studies and one that I love so, so dearly. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much. So reading today's pages, um, Eruvin 33 and 34, I came across this passage that almost struck me like it was taken from an you know Agatha Christie mystery. It's all about locked cabinets <laughs> and what's inside. Let, let me read uh, this. Uh, the first part is from the Mishnah, the second part is from the Gemara, and then you could help us make sense. Okay. If one put the Eruv in a cupboard and locked it, and the key was lost so that he is now unable to open the cupboard and access the Eruv, it is nonetheless a valid Eruv. Rabbi Eliezer says, if he does not know that the key is in its place, it is not a valid Eruv. The Gemara asks, and why should the Eruv be valid if the key was lost? He is in one place and his Eruv is in a different place since he cannot access the Eruv. So it's one part Agatha Christie, one part like Schrodinger's cat or Schrodinger's Eruv or what have you. Explain to us what's what's going on here. Sure. So I think you're right. And when I first read it, I sort of felt like this is the Jewish equivalent or the Talmudic equivalent of the question of uh, if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, did it make a sound? Right. This is the rabbinic version of that. If there's an Eruv and human in a cupboard, is it really still an Eruv? And so just the general um, idea of what's going on here is we're trying to figure out the, the Talmud, the rabbis in the Talmud are trying to figure out how do we let people extend their boundary on a Shabbat. And so there's this idea of having an air of Tanhumim, this sort of meal, and there's a conversation of what exactly constitutes what this meal could be, and where if I live in a certain city, my tomb, my boundary of where I'm able to walk on Shabbat is... 2,000 amot past that city lines, but what if I need to get to a different city? How can I do that? What if I need to end up in a different city? And so there's this idea of this air of consume and this sort of meal that I can put in the place that I want to be, in the city that I intend to be, that lets me extend my boundary, my total 2,000 amot from this air of consume and this meal. And in this case here, now we're asking the question, well, you know, this sort of idea of Arab is this rabbinic sort of logical fallacy that we're, we're like, we, you know, trying to figure out how can we make these borders? How can we extend our, you know, where we can go? And so we have this idea of this meal. And yet here we're saying, well, what happens when I know I, I can't even access that meal? Does it still count? Can I still go to that other city? And so the beginning of this Mishnah says, yeah, you know, if, if you're locked out of that cupboard, sure, you can go. And, and the Talmud, the Gemara explains a little bit, on top a little bit about what that means, that you can't access it, the key, you know, you don't have the key or the key is lost. And the second part of that mission with Rabbi Eliezer seems to temper that a little, a little bit, right? He says, well, you know, if I know that, if I, if I don't know that the key is in its place, then, you know, maybe we're not willing to say that that, that error works. So on just a sort of shot level, the surface level understanding of what's going on here, it's, I, I like your, I like what you said about the Agatha Christie sort of mystery of how could this even work. My mind, when I read this, actually went to the drash level, of, you know, the interpretive level of reading this text, just that it's so emblematic of this moment that we're in where we 
I certainly, for the past months, have felt like this air of performance locked in a cupboard. <laughs> you know, we have all, in so many ways, just been stuck and, you know, choosing to lock ourselves up and, and stay within ourselves. And so the work has been figuring out how do we, how do we extend our boundaries? How do we expand out and reach out beyond these four walls that we're all, you know, stuck within? And you know, it's been fascinating to see, certainly in contemporary halakha, um, the contemporary Jewish law, how um, all of a sudden um, communities that may not have otherwise considered having Zoom minyanim, you know, minyanim or prayer services over Zoom, having Zoom shadarim for Passover, all of a sudden... Zoom weddings, Zoom bar mitzvah, Zoom anything. Zoom weddings, exactly, exactly. And all of a sudden, it's actually opened up this idea of, I can actually, you know, yes, I'm stuck, right? Now, that hasn't changed, and yet I can now be anywhere. And, you know, at Pardis, for sure, we've experienced that firsthand where our summer program up until this point has always been in person in our Beit Josh and, you know, our study hall in Jerusalem. And this past year, we did it entirely online and we had the highest attended summer program we've ever run. We've launched a learning app, Pardis Daily, where we put out daily tour for people to learn that works around their schedule. And, and so I think this Mishnah, in some ways, like a cheeky hint that being stuck doesn't literally have to mean that you're stuck. You can still move outside of your boundaries, even if you're locked up. Even if the cabinet is locked up. I love that. Rabash and Eros, thank you so much for freeing us from the confines of our lockdown. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.